Hi, this is Katie with Generationally Minded. Have you ever found yourself stuck wondering if you could get progress for your child? Or have you had a doctor say, there's no hope, you shouldn't try? Well, I want to talk to you today about how you can always have hope and that there's always progress that can be made. I'd like to talk to you today about my experiences as a parent. I grew up having very traditional medicine in my life, very what we would consider normal medicine. I was a military brat and we went to the military clinic and they did everything that, you know, is normal in the life of a military child. We had all the fluoride treatments, even at school. We had all the shots and many extras to go live overseas. We went to the clinic and they gave us antibiotics like they were handing out candy. And if we had any kind of ache or pain, they were, we were told to take Motrin. You know, things that sound so normal to us today. But as I became a parent, my world changed. I ended up with children who didn't have typical medical cases. And the normal things that I grew up with as being typical, they didn't work anymore. They didn't help my children. The doctors that I would take my children to would give me the typical off-the-cuff answer, and I'd take it home and try it, and it wouldn't work. Or in the end, it would hurt my kid. Um, So I'll tell you a story about my daughter. She was not that old, just a few weeks old, and she was always screaming, always throwing up. And um, time passed and I couldn't figure it out. And she just kept getting chronic ear infections. She was miserable. She'd scream 75% of her day. And my husband was deployed a lot of the time. And I was there dealing with a not quite two-year-old and a little tiny new, you know, new baby who I adored. But it was hard to be an exhausted parent, not knowing what's wrong with your child and taking her to the doctor all the time, trying to say, please help me. What, what do we do? You know, she's throwing up all the time. Her ears are always infected. Just something's not right. And they gave us antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic until finally about a year and, I don't know, she was about 16 months old maybe 14 months old, her teeth that she had, she teethed very early. She had seven teeth by four months. They were gray. And they were gray from the antibiotic use for these chronic ear infections that she had. The throwing up had not been solved. And the doctors looked at me and said, we have exhausted every antibiotic option that we have. So we are going to have to put tubes in. Well, I thought, oh my goodness, maybe this will be good, you know, this, it's not a good thing to have to have surgery, but if this helps with these ear infections and all these antibiotics, and, um, so we went ahead and scheduled the surgery, and she got her tubes placed, which was a nerve-wracking day, two parents sitting in a waiting room on edge, you know, just waiting to hear if everything had gone all right, the doctor came out and said, it all went well, she's waking up, you can see her in a little while, We thought we were taking home a child who would have no more problems, but we were wrong. She continued to have ear infections, but they could drain, and she continued to throw up. And finally, I said to her doctors, could this be something else? And I was told, no, 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 no. So I began talking to some friends of mine, dear friends whose children had had quite a few issues and, you know, just in friendly conversation, telling them what was going on and updating them on our life. And they said, more than one of them said, Katie, have you looked into allergies? And I said, no, what do you mean? I didn't have any allergies. My husband didn't have any allergies. Our oldest son didn't have any allergies. They said, this could very well be something related to something she's eating that's not sitting well with her. 
you ought to take her off all the allergenic foods. So I spoke to our doctors who said, no, no, no. And I decided it didn't matter. It was time to take things into my own hands and figure this out. What could it hurt? I was only adjusting her diet. So I did. And I pulled her off of dairy. That was our first thing. Even though there were eight common allergens at the time, just one was as hard, as much as I could bear. So I began the effort to pull her off of dairy. We went to eat. Uh, this is just before all of this happened. We went to eat at um, Golden Corral with my a group of ladies that I was in a weekly um, study with. And all of our children were there. And um, just before... I pulled her off the dairy while I was still trying to figure out what to do. I had sat her down at the table with my son and I, and I had given her um, a nice plate of options. And all she wanted was the broccoli. The broccoli had been soaked in butter. But I gave it to her, not thinking, and I thought, well, at least she wants broccoli. And within 20 minutes or so of me feeding that to her, she threw up all over the floor of the Golden Corral. Not only was it embarrassing, but it triggered a thought in me. That is why I chose the dairy. Oh my gosh, what if it was the butter? Because she hadn't eaten anything else on the plate. I had eaten the broccoli and I was completely fine. There was nothing, my, my son had eaten it and he was fine. So that began our um, journey to try to pull her off of dairy. I will tell you that within 36 hours of pulling her off dairy, she was no longer thrown up. Within a week, she started having a new mood. The entire child changed. So that was my first introduction into the power of what I now consider to be alternative medicine. Over time, there has been episode after episode after episode in my life where we have experienced this sort of thing. And I could go on for hours telling you all of our experiences that you would be amazed by. I mean, one of them was um, my youngest son. He was having also throwing up, throwing up diapers that were terrible, just awful. And he was just a baby, rashes covering his body. Took him into the doctor knowing what I knew and said, what do you think? Could this be allergy related? No, no, no. Unless he's actively bleeding into his diapers. Sorry, anyone who's sensitive to this. That's the only time I will say that. But then don't, it's not an allergy and it's too much work to take him off of all that food. And I thought, nope, I know better. So we went home and I pulled him off of all of it and we started again with the dairy and then we went with wheat. And I will say again, within 36 hours of pulling him off dairy, he stopped screaming, he stopped throwing up. And once we took off wheat, his skin improved dramatically. It wasn't 100%, so then we had to get allergy testing. Found out, indeed, he was allergic to dairy, he was allergic to wheat, he was allergic to soy, tree nuts, and peanuts. But he improved so much, and with the aid of a lot of different therapies, we were able to heal him from that initial ba um, batch of allergies, which was practically miraculous. We were so grateful. Um, you may hear me in the future speak about his allergies again because over the summer he was stung by some bees and has developed a few new allergies. <laughs> so, but anyway, we were successful um, with alternative medicine techniques to heal him of that initial round over the course of, it took us about four years. Um, it was miraculous. The other thing was um, another example. My fourth son he was given therapy. I asked at six months if he could have it. And because I was trusted by my doctor at the time, he was given therapy. He 
went to therapy, three types of therapy, three times a week, so usually about nine appointments a week. We took home and did all the work. I attended every appointment. This went on from the time he was six years or six months old until he was just about five, not quite. He had made no progress. He had made 15 months neurological development by the time he was almost five years old. We didn't know what else to do. His epilepsy was out of control. He was having continual delay issues. I mean, just, it was getting to the point where I, I felt hopeless. And we found a place that was willing to train us in all sorts of alternative methods to help grow the neurons in the brain, make brain connections, help figure out the epilepsy issue. They had worked with NASA to help develop an epilepsy program. And within the first 10 months of our time doing this program with him here at home, because we were trained, he made a 22 month developmental leap. So the list is so long. Those are only three small examples but I wanted to tell you that during the time that you listen to me um, and that we're together and that we interact together on my page and on my group, um, our group, <laughs> that you will hear me begin talking more about these alternative methods that I believe so wholeheartedly in. And I want to share them with everyone because I've seen their power. I've seen their power in my own life. The power of simple nutritional changes. The power of simple body movements, the power of just rearranging how we do things and shifting our mindset and actually just implementing things that should be second nature to us, but in our current society, it's not. It is such a powerful tool to be able to, to heal so many issues. Oh, I have to tell you this one other story. I just learned this week. I had heard repeatedly that frequently autistic children of whom I have one um, will freak out at Christmas. We personally have not experienced this, but I've heard from many parents that this can happen. And I was reading an article this week from one of the, my most favorite nutritionists who has studied autism for 20 something years. She's been involved in some major studies that there is a chemical called phenols. You can find them in foods, you can find them in oils, you can find them in sap. Christmas trees, natural Christmas trees, contain phenols. And when you cut down a tree and you bring that into your home, the phenols are released into the air and it will affect and trigger all sorts of mood behaviors in certain sensitive children. So if you're having a crazy moment at your house and you have a real Christmas tree and your child is autistic or in some other way affected and sensitive, consider you might need to get a fake tree, buy one on clearance after Christmas. Anyway, so I, I just wanted to let you guys know that, you know, my past and my history is very, very much, um, bent because of experiences into the natural world. I am fascinated by it. I geek out when I learn about the power of foods and how our body translates the information from food into itself and how healing specific foods can be and how damaging other things in our environment and um, can be. And everyone's different. So everyone's body will react differently to different things. So it's just so fascinating to me. So I just wanted to let you know, I'll be talking about that some in the future. I hadn't really done a lot of that. And, um, but it's, it's what I love and I just want to share it with you so much. So I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and are rested and ready for Christmas. I can't believe we're so close to Christmas. 
I would love to see you on my page. So if you would find me on Facebook, Katie Keen Special Needs Coaching. I'm looking to try to figure out if I can change the name of the page to Steve and Katie Keen <laughs> Special Needs Family Coaching, but I have yet to figure that detail out. Um, so for the moment, Katie Keen Special Needs Family Coaching is my page. I'd love to see you there, to hear your comments, find out what you're learning. And if you'd like to be part of a, a small but growing community of really empowered, encouraging parents who share our journey together, we struggle together, we celebrate together, um, we would absolutely love to invite you to come over to our Facebook group, which is called the Greater Honor Special Needs Family Group. And in the event that any of these podcasts have helped you or taught you something or encouraged you, I would, I would ask that you would pass it on because there's so many of us in our tribe out there and we need to band together and we need to share our common information and knowledge together. And so um, please do feel free to send this to anybody that you might think who you might want in our group, um, you know, or just to learn the stuff that I would love to share with you. All right, take care everybody and have a Merry Christmas because I won't be talking to you again until after Christmas. So have the merriest Christmas. Take care, bye.